Welcome to the Mindset's Art Podcast. I'm your Mindset Coach, CJ Leedy, and today we're talking about the importance of genuinely enjoying the things that you do. Do you genuinely enjoy your job? Do you genuinely enjoy spending time with the people that you spend the most time with? Do you genuinely enjoy taking care of your health, whatever that might mean to you? Think of a few things that you're going to do today. Are you going to genuinely enjoy doing them? Now, life is obviously not always as simple as just being able to do things that you love all the time. There are things that we must do and things that may even be painful at times, and that's okay. We're going to cover a few ideas on ways to drive enjoyment into anything and everything that you do. Because ultimately, life really is an experience, and the quality of that experience is the quality of your life. And that really comes back to perspective. So not only will this podcast give you the tools to enjoy the process of what you do even more, it will also make finding success in the things you're already doing easier and more enjoyable. A good example of this comes from Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, where he says, Working hard for something we do not care about is called stress. Working hard for something we love is called passion. And he uses a story in the beginning of this book that really resonates with me. It's about the Wright brothers and their passion for flying. And in studying for my pilot's license, I became both fascinated and a little freaked out when considering the short amount of time aviation has really been around. You know, it wasn't much more than 100 years ago that the Wright brothers risked their lives 30 feet above the ground. You know, and when you think about aviation from a mindset perspective, too, it's crazy to put yourself in the shoes of people even 150 years ago who thought that humans creating flight was just, you know, completely impossible, right? A concept so foreign, so seemingly incomprehensible. But it's something that now we largely take for granted. And it really begs the question, you know, what do we think is impossible today that will be commonplace 50 years or 100 years from now? So back to Simon Sinek's book, he's talking about the early 1900s when the Wright brothers were trying to figure out aviation, and actually it's December 1903 specifically, and the press is ready to capture man's first flight. The government's funded $50,000 to contribute to this effort. The launch boat is set to propel the world's first aircraft into flight. The river's calm, the winds are light, conditions are perfect. Ready, set, launch. But... There would be no scraping of the sky today, only scraping of the aircraft off the damn riverbed. And Samuel P. Langley looks on at his singing plane with frustration. So Samuel P. Langley is a guy who was trying to invent flight around the same time as the Wright brothers. And Samuel really had everything going for him. He had government funding, which the Wright brothers did not. He had extensive education in architecture, engineering, aerospace, years as an astronomer, plenty of intelligence to match. He had worked for about 18 years with his underlying desire to be the first person to reach flight. He dreamt of riches. He dreamt of status and immortality. And a few days after this failed attempt I just talked about, he received word that the Wright brothers had just beaten him to be the first ones to sustain airborne flight. And Sam was pissed. How could he fall short of those freaking Wright brothers? You know, he had more money, more support, more education. And ultimately, the answer lies not in the external factors for Sam, but the internal ones. His mindset really revolved around fame and fortune. It was all about the future outcomes of what this would lead to. And this is the differentiation that Simon Sinek makes in his book, Start With Why. He says that the Wright brothers had a genuine passion for what they were doing. They weren't just trying to be the first. They genuinely believed in aviation and wanting to contribute to the space. 
you know, the Wright brothers had a clear sense of confidence and ease knowing that they would reach flight in their lifetime because it was not simply based on beating Langley. They loved what they were doing so much that they had given up everything and even risked their lives in the process. And for Samuel P. Langley, let's just say he was not the one swimming out of the river the day the plane crashed in the water. And after Sam acknowledged that he could no longer be first, he gave up his aviation efforts altogether. And it's said that despite his many other achievements in life, Samuel died a very disappointed and broken man. And what a shame, because aviation worked, and he was part of the driving force to create it. But his head was totally in the wrong spot, right? He needed a gigantic shift in perspective. It was all about the outcome for him versus the genuine enjoyment and involvement in something bigger than himself. So how are you looking at the things that you're doing? Are you like the Wright brothers where you just enjoy doing it? You enjoy the process. You enjoy the outcome for reasons greater than yourself, for the greater good of the people, for the greater good of the things that you're creating. Or is it all about the money? Is it all about what you get? Is it about your fame, your accolades? You know, is your head in the right place? Are you doing these things for the right reason? And more importantly, from time to time, our perspective shifts. And so it's more about are you paying attention to the right reasons. There's really no reason that Langley couldn't have shifted his thinking even after accepting the fact that he wasn't first. Just continuing to want to contribute to the industry, being appreciative of the fact that aviation was happening and working, and that he could be involved in the future progression of the space. Just knowing and seeing that it is a success for humanity. But instead it was all about him, right? It was all about that inward mindset where he's only focusing on himself, his outcomes, his benefit, instead of the greater good. And not even about his enjoyment, right? If he was just enjoying the process of what he was doing, it would be a totally different deal. But it was all about the external outcomes for him. So are there any areas of your life that you might be too focused on yourself, your own successes, your own failures, your own outcomes, and how they benefit you or fail to benefit you? What areas of your life would benefit from a refreshing reframe of perspective? where you look beyond yourself or even shift your thoughts to recognize the benefits you receive from something that may not originally have gone your way off the bat. And a great way to kind of check yourself is to see if you're truly engaged with the things that you're doing or if you feel like you're just doing barely enough to get by an important area of your life, right? Are you just getting by in your assignments at work and doing the bare minimum? Are you just giving enough in an important relationship just to avoid a fight but not actually going above and beyond to progress your connection? And this just barely doing enough mentality really is a reflection of your own perspective on how much you enjoy engaging in this area of your life. And bringing it back to Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, he had a great quote that says, when people are unclear about your why, what you do has no context. And that's why things start to become autopilot, right? You're not connected to why you're doing it and what you enjoy about doing it. Instead, it's just about the actions and the outcomes. And when we look back at the brain, there's a part of your brain that is largely responsible for your perspective. It's called your thalamus. It plays a big part in creating your reality. It's really your body's information relay station. It's taking in data from what's happening around you and it's shipping it off to other parts of your brain for interpretation and storage. But the interesting thing is the data that your unconscious mind is processing cannot tell the difference from true reality and perceived reality. So whatever you're imagining and feeding your mind is what it assumes is reality, and it is therefore storing it as such. So if your perspective is based all around outcomes and your own personal benefit, when you don't reach those outcomes, it assumes that your personal benefit is not there, therefore you feel disappointed. 
But if you have a great perspective and you see the enjoyment, the passion, the process, then you're telling your brain that it's not about the outcomes. It's about the process of doing it. All right. So what is the mindset that you want to have in your career, your relationships, your health? You know, it may sound simplistic, but just spending a little bit of time thinking about how you want to think and feel in that area will make a big difference. You're priming your mind to head in that direction. So what are the things that you genuinely enjoy about doing those things? Because quite honestly, I think for all of us, we can look at any area of our lives and be like, I do really love that part of my life, but sometimes I'm just forgetting to pay attention to that piece of it. I'm too fixated in the whole keeping up with the Joneses, or I'm so focused on these outcomes that I'm just forgetting to be present and enjoy the now and enjoy the actual journey of it all. So that's our tool today, to spend a little time thinking about important areas of your life and how you could enhance your own perspective. You know, what are a few of the whys that shift your thinking? What are the ways that others are benefiting from what's going on or what's happening? How does it really feel to be engaged and enjoying the process? Because the quality of our life is largely dependent on our perspective of our lives. And that is something we can control if we take the time to be intentional about it. So create the root of how lucky you are to be able to do the things that you're doing. Think for a moment if you weren't able to do that. Take your job, for instance. Imagine for a second that you were unemployed, running out of money, wishing that you could find any sort of employment to start paying the bills. Does that make you reconsider how you feel about your job? Take the relationship with your significant other. Imagine that you had been single for a long time, feeling lonely, wishing that you had somebody in your life, or even imagine that this person was taken from you for whatever reason. I know it's a sad, kind of scary thought, but... Going through that shift in perspective may change the way that you think about this person. Same thing with going to the gym or taking care of your health. Imagine for a second, I was just watching TV last night and there was a guy who was playing football and got paralyzed from the neck down. And this is a few months after the incident and they're making this little broadcast. And he's so excited about the fact that he can finally move his fingers a little bit in his left hand. Right? So think about that. What if you had lost physical function? You know, you're dreading going to the gym. Think of how fortunate you are that you are able to go to the gym. You know, it really is all about perspective. We end up taking things for granted, just like aviation. You get in a plane, you fly. You don't think about the fact that 150 years ago, people never even considered that an option, right? To get anywhere was an extreme challenge, much less considering taking a trip to Europe or down to South America or wherever else you wanted to go or to see your family a few states away for the weekend. That is such a blessing. And it all comes back to perspective. Do you appreciate? And are you able to zoom out and see the bigger picture? And that's the name of the game. Passion is a game. It's a skill set. It's something that you can improve upon if you're intentional about it. So allow yourself to fall in love with whatever it is that you're doing, whoever it is that you're with, taking care of yourself, your health, your mental well-being. Fall in love with the heart of what you're doing, the process, not just the outcome, but just that you're able to do it. Appreciate that. And quite honestly, there's really no question that if you're able to just genuinely appreciate the things that you're doing, your ability to be successful and create progress in the area of your life, it's going to be unparalleled because you will be doing it for the right reasons, which makes it so much easier to show up, stop procrastinating because you want to be doing this thing. So beyond just the enjoyment of it, you'll actually have increased performance as well. And if you're interested in learning more about this topic, I would definitely suggest reading Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why. He goes into a ton of great ways to reconstruct your focus around your why and build passion in different areas of your life. So that's what I have for you today. I appreciate you tuning in for today's episode. It mean the world to me if you wanted to leave a rating, a review, or share it with somebody that you thought might find value. But more than anything, as always, I appreciate you being here. 
If you're interested, head on over to cjleady.com. Join the mailing list to stay up to date on the book launch, new podcast episodes, and other mindset motivation. This is the Mindset is Art podcast. Thanks for going to MIA with me today.